And now, your host, Nikki Lake. Hey, you. And you, and you, and you, and you. Hey, everybody. And welcome back for another episode of the Nikki Lake Show. So glad you could join us today. So today, we're going to do something new, guys. A lot of crazy things going on in the world. Today, we have a self-proclaimed modern-day Rosa Parks and civil rights activist. His name is Dale Christensen. Dale, welcome to the program. Hi, how, how are you? Good to see everybody. We're good, Dale. Hey, everybody. Let's give Dale a big, warm Nikki Lake Show welcome. So, Dale, I've recently seen you as the kids would say, blowing up over social media. You are huge on YouTube and Facebook Live videos with your current commentary on the national lockdown and COVID-19, such and such. Is this true? Uh, I am, and I'm just trying to spread awareness to the people. If you want to believe in such things as the COVID-19 and all that thing. I feel like it's my duty to let everybody know. Hey, Dale, you're an American. It is your I ride, boo-boo. It is. Dale, why don't you take a second and tell us about your march, I believe you organized, on your state's capital, Michigan, I believe. Well, that's right. I, me and some of the feathers got together and decided to go down to that empty building in Lansing and give everyone a piece of our mind to let them know that we are not going to have our civil rights taken away from us, such as getting my hair cut. You know how tough it is to maintain a high and tight one to two fade? Not just anybody could do that. I got, I have to keep this goatee so pencil thin on the side that you can barely see it. My uglies don't even look right on me anymore. So yeah, I gathered up my wife Karen and our four boys, Chad, Brad, Chet, and Brett, and we went down to the Capitol and gave everybody a piece of our minds and shared it live on Facebook so everybody could see what's really going on. Sounds like a wonderful family, a wonderful family. And that is your right to protest, Dale. That is your God-given American right. Now, Dale, I have to sell you a little something. Nikki Lake Show tradition. You know, we always have our crack team in the back digging and dugging. And they found a couple things on your social media, Dale, that say you were not too fond of other protests, should I say? Dale, would you like a couple examples, such as the Black Lives Matters march, Colin Kaepernick protesting, and even women's marches? The floor is yours, Daly. I feel like we're friends now, Dale. I'll call you Daly. Well, first of all, the women's march wasn't much of a march at all. That was We just marched down there to tell them women to march back to the kitchen. That's all that was. I mean, I'm sure Whoa. you can understand that. Nick. Well, as an independent woman myself... And multi-billionaire, Dale. I would know nothing about that. My cook's a man. But proceed. As far as black lives matter, I just don't understand the whole concept. I mean, does that mean a black life is worth more than my life? Why can't all lives matter? I don't understand. So we decided to share it on Facebook Live to show the rest of the world the racism us white people are facing at the hands of the Black Lives Matter movement. And as far as that un-American, unpatriotic, and unemployed quarterback, Colin Kaepernick. There's just really not much else to say anymore. I've never seen one man disrespecting our veterans so much 
and our flag. Well, Dale, you are entitled to your opinion, honey. And this is the best place to give it, because here on the Nikki Lake Show, we're here to walk it, talk it, and let them know we'll never park it. You hear me? Hey! <laughs> so, Dale, I noticed that you took the time to march. In one of your quotes, I'm just pulling it up, you said, don't these women have jobs? They're out marching. Do you currently work? What do you do, Dale? I'm currently in between jobs right now, thank you very much. I've been serving as an amateur doctor around my parts, around my neighborhood. I'm out here prescribing medicine to the folks. Well, Dale, what do you mean by prescribing? You're not a drug dealer, are you? What I am is a concerned American, okay? Now, I have seen a lot of people having all types of comments about our great fearless leader, Donald J. Trump, and him making a suggestion that we should put disinfectants into our bodies. Now, my question for you, before you want to judge the man, have you ever tried it? Bleach? Yes, ma'am. Can't say I have, Dale, but I have the best doctors. I'm rich. Well, good for you. Not all of us is rich, okay? But, Dale, that sounds extremely dangerous. Extremely dangerous. dangerous. That's what... Dale, didn't Clorox just come out and tell us to, to not inject these things? I got two words for you. And that is fake news, okay? I, it is not dangerous. I put Purell Professional Surface Disinfectant Spray, and I mix it with Lysol, laundry, sanitizer, additives, and I put that in my kids' orange juice every morning. Ooh-wee, are they still breathing? Yes, ma'am, they are. Chad, Brad, Chet, and Brad are doing just fine, thank you. That's one, that's one hell of an elixir, baby. Yeah, and what about me? Personally, do I look sick to you? Do I look like I got You look a little COVID? pale in the face, Dale. Ain't gonna lie to you, baby. Do I look like I have the China virus? Dale, you do not look like you have COVID-19, if that's what you mean. Whatever you want to call it. It's because I spray Method Antibacterial Toilet Cleaner and Lysol Cleaner Fresh Multi-Surface Cleaner on a Clorox Disinfectant Wipe, and I use it as a face mask every night before I go to sleep. They <laughs> say that three times fast, and I pay for your gas. Woo! <laughs> Dale, how long have you been taking this elixir? Since the president suggested it, because he's the smartest man on earth. The leader of the free world, the United States of America, the best president of all time, Donald J. Trump. Dale, I ain't going to lie to you, honey. You sound dangerously misinformed and like you could possibly put many lives in danger. And here on the Nikki Lake Show, we have to try to help you. I wouldn't do that. I would stop, Dale, and I would talk to some doctors. Well, I didn't realize I came on to some libtard media show. Okay. <laughs> Dale, I'm a ball. But, but I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. Matter of fact, I actually brought my newest cocktail, or as I, I like to call it, a Clorox tail. This is two parts Clorox pet solution stain and odor remover, good old-fashioned American bleach, and topped off with some Clorox toilet bowl cleaner with extra bleach. All in this bottle, baby. And I'm going to drink it right here in front of you and all of America to show y'all that this is not dangerous. And you need to start listening to our Dale, president and set. stop Dale. disrespecting him. Dale, not on my set. Dale. See that? I feel fine. And I've had just about enough. Oh, wait. Oh. Dale, you okay? Dale, you okay? Grab him a chair. I need to take a seat. Jerry, give him a chair. Oh my God. 
Oh my God. Okay, we're gonna take you to break. Uh, Dale is on the floor, but he will be okay. He will be okay. We're gonna take you to break right now, and when we come back, obese teen mothers and the men that love them. This is the Nikki Lake Show. We'll be right back after this commercial break. my introduction to Nikki Lake. I knew of no such person. All I know is them accents for weaving in and out there. <laughs> I was losing it at the end of my shit. Nikki Lake oh, debuted in 1998 man. in seventh oh. grade. That's what we can talk about <laughs> that another time. I think it was tryouts, basketball tryouts. I realized I probably wasn't making the team. I started doing, I was doing interviews on the side. Didn't make the team, made a bunch of friends, though. That's how you, you know talk what I'm saying? Yeah, I believe you. Oh, I was just pulling dudes to the side, like, hey, how do you feel about your performance? Tell us about how you think you did out there. And just making them like, feel like assholes. It was funny. We enjoyed it. Yeah, I felt like an asshole that entire time. Not me, Dale Christensen. And if that, you know, if you're offended by that, then not, well, you know. We're you just, just we're, yeah, we don't fucking know about that. I don't care who you we're, vote for. Yeah, we're just here to make jokes, man. Give me a break. <laughs> Without further ado, welcome back to the, for another session, you motherfucker. <laughs> I'm getting more comfortable in the yeah, basement. I didn't mean to call you guys MFers. I just got on the scale this morning, and I'm getting bigger. I'm, I'm mad at everybody. There you go. <laughs> Lucky us. God. Oh, oh fat bizzle of happy man. Been, uh, it's been a couple of days since we uh, last dropped that 420 episode. Was uh, hope you guys enjoyed. Yeah, that. I slept for like four days after that. We did that for you guys. <laughs> we took, you know, we took no pleasure in that. Hey, hey. Oh, come on. <laughs> well, all right, a little bit of pleasure in that, but still. Get that shit out of here, Trevor. <laughs> what? I don't know if you think I was smoking. Oh, there you go. Gotta totally keep my cool. reflection in my fucking thing. Yeah, you actually just pinched both of your yeah, breasts. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, big titties, tough, man. I got a tight shirt on. Wait till we get this video up for y'all. Oh, Guys, oh, thinking yeah. about adding uh, new things? Let's just break down a couple things. What's been going on in our lives lately, I guess, other than COVID? Uh, Sam found a camera. We might bring video, uh, a video component to the pod for you guys, a little YouTube situation. I refuse to get my fat ass in front of that full thing until, you know, I got to drop it at least hey, 15. That and the good news, I'll a little, little peek behind the curtain for you guys. I got no fucking idea how that camera works, so that's going to be a... Oh, we don't know what we're yeah. doing. So I think you got some time to drop a couple of LBs. and We're not kidding when we tell you this shit is grassroots, man. We're getting it out the <laughs> mud. Your favorite podcaster could never. Fuck out of here. Yeah, we're not those dudes that, like, got famous, then started a podcast. I'm no. trying to get an intern in this bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you got a lot on your plate, so you you need someone running around taking care of things. Hmm, my little sister's 13. She might be, oh, I can't bring her around my environment. 
And there's a pandemic. Yeah, we still can't. We're still, but not right now. We're not going anywhere. Oh, yeah, this is... No, it's not remote. <laughs> you know we're doing this via satellite. Yeah, yeah. That, all that. Um, as far as what's been going on, um, I turned 35. Taurus, hey. Taurus season. Taurus season. Yeah. Yeah, that's exciting. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Oh, my God. I, this is quick. You want sign. the white version, too? No, because listen, here's the thing. I appreciate it. Thank you. But that version of happy birthday will forever haunt me, and I'll tell you why. Please do. <clears throat> so years ago, me and a group of friends, we went and saw this comedian named uh, Ray Lepowski. He wasn't a super big comedian, but he like people knew him. And again, this was a long time ago. So either way, the show... Because it was just a small show. It was just him. Uh, was at the... Fuck, I don't know what it's called. The African American History Museum downtown. By yeah. the Wayne State. We used to call it the Black History Museum growing up. But it's the Charles H. Wright Museum oh. of African American History. Went there every year as a kid. Yeah. Martin Luther King Day. Oh. Before there was a holiday, my parents said, <laughs> no school for you. <laughs> and we'd go down there and learn. But you're still uh, going to school. Yeah, you're learning, saying, but... I, say, I, I had been there before. It's always an awkward day, because yeah. for an hour, I want to be to myself to be mad. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You see all the accomplishments yeah. in that motherfucker, and then you spend yeah. about 10 minutes just going, son of a bitch. Oh, damn it. <laughs> and so, you'll still we strive. Okay. Yeah, so anyway... Uh, just real quick, um, before we get too sidetracked. Uh, so we the show was there, and there was a wedding going on. So we were in like this back, like auditorium type room, and uh, it was just him performing on this stage. And it, there was like twenty people. It was probably like eighty seats total, and there was like twenty people there. So like, if you fucking sneeze, it's the second loudest thing in the room. Yeah, <laughs> you know, besides the guy with the mic. And something happened. I don't remember exactly how it happened. All I know is a friend of ours who was pissed drunk, is the best way to put it. Um, like he wasn't heckling him, but he like felt like it was, you know, like he wanted to be part of the show. Like yell shit out from the crowd, which is like I'm the absolute fucking last person. Like I paid money to see this guy tell me jokes. I don't want to hear any of you motherfuckers tell jokes. You know let, how much I love let attention. Let him go. Yeah. Anytime I've been to like see oh. a comedian, I've had to see. I am fucking sitting down and quiet. Yeah. Because I'm like, I, they ain't here. I ain't here for me. Yeah. <laughs> and you equally know how much I don't fucking want attention. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, something happened, and we were also of the like twenty to twenty five people. Us like four were the only white people there. Except the comedian, who was also white. Or, okay. Yeah, the comedian was white. Well, I was gonna everyone. say, I was gonna ask see where he was performing. Yeah. Mostly black audience. Yeah. Obviously. But he was like, that's where you would have saw him. He was. That's where you would have saw him on the um, when BT Comic View. No, probably yes, but like we saw him first Jack's time. Like, Star Celebrity yeah, exactly. Jam. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He, he was on he that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, I finally know this fucking. Oh, no, he's fu- he's fucking funny, or he was either way. So, <laughs> yeah. Trying to enjoy the show, and he's also kind of like done. This is his like fourth show of the night, and he's just kind of spent. And there's there's twenty people. It's probably tough for him to be motivated. So and now you got this drunk dickhead sitting three spots over from me, yelling out at him. And he, uh, something happened. It was someone's birthday. One of the girls in front of us, and he started making a joke. He started making a joke about uh, 
uh, white people and black people and how there's different happy birthdays. Now, I didn't know that, you know? Yeah. So I didn't know that. And then uh, um, I don't remember his fucking joke because my buddy was being loud and they started singing happy birthday the two different ways. And I was like, oh, shit, you know, and I'm like enjoying myself, blah, blah, blah. So then my buddy yells something out and the comedian fucking stops and he looks at him. He goes, what? And he goes, but that song's way better when it's coming from family. Now, I didn't understand that personally what that even meant. And he just, all of a sudden, uh, Ray Lepowski was like, what? What do you mean? They don't have fucking family? Do you know how fucking racist you sound right now? And I was like, oh, my God, no. Like, I didn't really understand what he said, but I immediately sunk in my chair. And then, like, the last seven minutes of his show was just kind of making fun of us. And, you know, oh, God. just want you to know I'm with these, like, two white dudes over here. I'm not with those crackers over there. Like, so. <laughs> my parents had a cabaret once with a comedian. He's like, he kind of did a little bit of work at our yeah. table because I was with all my boys is mostly Caucasian. Oh. Grew up in Frazier, buddy. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was funny, though, but, like, I can't imagine. Oh, I can't imagine, like, the whole stage looking at dude. you. Dude, yeah, everybody just, turned like, around. And, like, and yeah, I know uh, who you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And, oh, boy, ain't the type to just uh, shut the fuck up and no. read the room. He's That's, very, like, you can't, you got to be a room reader. God damn it. <laughs> that was... It was one of the most embarrassing things. Like thanks I, for that Hennessy, dog. Because yeah, right. Because I like keep to myself. I'm not very, I'm not out there trying to get attention like that. So having attention that I didn't want was fucking. I was I was probably all the way down in my chair. Oh, it was the worst. That's what I think of when I hear that version of Happy Birthday. <laughs> so yeah, besides me turning 35 and that miserable story. What else been going on, buddy? Not much, dude. I went to um I want to tell you a story. I went to uh KFC the other day. There's really no big long thing at the end of this. It's just <laughs> ridiculous. Well, it is. So we have a KFC around the corner. It's fucking garbage. Food's KFC, but it's like service, like I mean, you KFC know. It's literally you go there going, they're gonna fuck this up. Pretty much. Also, yeah. since I fucked my ankle up, if you follow me on IG, you uh, saw okay. I just been fucking shoveling oh, shit yeah. down my face. I ain't been exercising. Yeah, totally, I need that, to get back. It's that fucking totally horrible. Totally makes sense. So I'm like, all right, last day. <laughs> Every day been my last day for about five days. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I'm about to fuck up. I was like, well, I want a chicken sandwich, but I know Popeye's guaranteed 30 minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pandemic or not, they ain't fucking around. That shit is good. That's yeah, why yeah. I'm starting to realize <laughs> why a KFC line a little shorter. So I pull up, and the lady goes, "Hi, what? Hey, welcome to KFC. First of all, I just want to inform you, all we got is chicken and biscuits." <laughs> <laughs> Fam, I go, <laughs> "Okay." And she's like, "Do you want something that aligns with that?" I'm like, "Well, I want chicken." Yeah. Like, is that chicken? Like, I go, you got the chicken wait, sandwich? Just, I went there for the chicken sandwich. I had a coupon also, so I went there. And there's one thing that I like more than food. It's food at a discount or food free. <laughs> so I went, oh I had the God. little, I had to buy one, get one. So I'm like, it was running out too. I should go there today because that bitch is over at, <laughs> at the beginning of May. You should not go there. I ain't going back there. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you, I definitely ain't going back there. Last time, dude, I went there, they were out of every dude's like, we got thighs and something else and that's it i go you got strips he goes 
but we started putting stuff away to take me six minutes to make them. I'm like, dude, you close in three hours. For real. Straight up. They closed at seven. It was a Sunday. It was like five. I'm like, my guy. So I made a nigga cook them strips. He said, <laughs> he said, take six minutes. I said, I got six. <laughs> I had turns head- out. On God, I had headphones in my pocket. <laughs> I sat down in a booth, put my headphones in, listened to nine minutes of that, a podcast. Man, is- so the, this time, I told this time, though, that was in the past. This time I told Chick, yeah, I need the chicken. I want a chicken sandwich. Goes, oh, we got that. And I'm like, so, uh, I ordered that to buy one, get one. She goes, perfect. We got you on that. I goes, she goes, anything else? I'm like, well, you know, you said no size. Yeah. I go, you don't have wedges or fries. You got like you? She goes, potatoes? No. Just biscuits. I go, no, then. <laughs> this is ch- bitch, give me the chicken. <laughs> KFC's the one. I am going to stop know. using the B word on here because, Jesus, man, I got to chill. No, you're but, not. I'm gonna that's try. Not, absolutely not gonna happen. And that I thought it was earned. And that I thought happen. it was earned. And that typical <laughs> and that exchange. But my else, give me the chicken. So that happened to me, and I thought that was wild. And on the way home, I was just so pissed. I go, you know what? I'm going to Checkers, get some fries. Shut the fuck up! Oh my god! I double dip, boy. Oh, this was the epitome. I straight up looked at my. Talk about shame meeting. I ate this and was like, you despicable. Yeah, I mean, Piece I guess of like, shit. like. And I I'm, didn't get a small fry. I didn't get a medium fry. I didn't get a large fry. I go, I got? drove here. I'm getting the fry lover fry. Oh my Take God. my $4.25, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a big thing. I go, all this bitch. shit is is a small. I fucked up again. And it was a guy working the window. I, I got a, uh, all it was was a large somewhere else. <laughs> Good. That's what you get. I mean, like I'm, I'm pretty fat, and I've definitely put on a couple of lbs during the whole uh, quarantine. But I'm at least doing it, fucking just overcooking good. Well, food let me say, I, this day was specifically, <laughs> I'm not I was just two like fast food joints in a day. I made breakfast, and I just didn't feel like, like cooking lunch that day. <laughs> and I was kind of hoping the Chinese places were going to be open, so I called a couple. Yep. I wanted a good carry <laughs> out. Just, they're not. They're but, not open. Know, get over it. Whatever, man. They're coming back May first. I already know. I listened to their voicemail. <laughs> when you called and said on the voicemail, we'll be back May 1st. Wow. That's uh, that's super exciting. It is for me. Yeah, Shit. That's exactly what you need. I think I feel like this started off talking about. Wait, My no. favorite Mexican spot just was about to reopen, too. I love certain cuisines that I can't make better than, you know, the f- folks that make them. You talk about checkers and KFC right now. That's why I'm. That's why I went <laughs> to eat in that shit because I want to get my, you oh, know, my Asian foods, why. my Mexican that's foods, why. my, you know, whatevers. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Enough about me, man. Oh, the yeah. people know about me, man. <laughs> you don't want to talk about it. I don't give a fuck about your disgusting diet. Just let the people want to hear a little anecdotal story about what I've been through. Um, outside of that, no, nah, man. You know, TV, watching these docs. I've been rewatching Entourage. I rewatch Entourage. I do it yeah. once a year. I don't do it once a year. I usually do The Sopranos like once a year, but th- it was nice. Just cruise. It's nice to just cruise through it's it too. It's good to like cruise till you like get to the bullshit. Till you get to some yeah. season, where you're like, God damn it! Like I'm hitting season six. I'm like, all right, dude. Or season seven when Vince is on about to start the drugs or whatever, and it's like I like that season. Yeah, because you knew it had to come. Because you're like, no one's had a drug problem yet in Hollywood on this show. <laughs> it's, it's not due. even that. It's just, just Vince the whole time. He's an asshole and annoying. Smile. Well, yeah, he's a drug addict. Yeah. And it, well, he's like a superstar. He's, I mean, 
Sam likes it because he got in a fight with Eminem and M one. That's that's not why I like it. I just like it because that's the first time like Vince actually like you know what I mean. He doesn't have like most of the story is about Vince, but it's not like always about him. I don't know. We don't need to break down Entourage. The side theories say there's a story really about more about E. It is. That's what I I think so. I think that shows more about Eric, and then a lot of times drama, than it is about Vince. <laughs> Your impersonations drama. of things are terrible. That's what he does before he acts. No, it's nothing like that. I know. <laughs> that. It's more like Ayuga. Whatever, dude. Yeah, see, uh, my accent's different. different. <laughs> Fucking brain is different. It is. I it's also, man. after I finished it too, I did uh, rent the movie for three dollars. It's just free on HBO. Is it really? Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't have HBO. Oh. I don't have cable. I do. I'm Who? not paying for that fucking movie, and I didn't mind it. Three dollars? Yeah, I liked it, but still, I, I actually want a sequel, but it didn't do well. Really? Sex in the City uh, outdid it. That's why they did it because they saw Sex in the City made numbers, yeah. like big numbers. Even though why they did a sequel, and they're like, oh, we should do this. Fuck it, yeah. make a run. And now they're... I mean, and people really wanted it back. Like, remember when the movie, we heard the movie was coming? We were crazy. Yeah. By the way, guys that, like, take shots on Entourage, like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, like, like, it's a good, fun show Yeah. for you to be like, man. It's not super deep. I me mean, and my friends made it, man. It'd be a good... You know what I mean? You yeah, just kick I back, and it's a 30-minute fucking enjoyable time. Well, not even 22 minutes. I don't really know. Personally, I don't know anyone who <clears throat> played sports and, or, like was to, did music or anything like that and didn't think about <coughs> maybe one day I could be famous and have all my boys with me. I feel like that's pretty much a standard, like, dude dream, you know? Yeah, I mean, everybody want to put on. Yeah. And put your crew on with you. Yeah. Definitely. I'm more of a turtle myself, I always saw, which is not probably not good. I see some Vince in me, just not the talent. I didn't make it. <laughs> Yet, bitch. Here we go. See, here we go again. We're going to do a ticker. <laughs> Bell. Ding every time. I'm going to start putting money in a jar. Sorry. All right, but yeah, outside of that, man, um, really like the thing everyone's been in on is this uh, Last Dance doc, which I've, it's funny because I guess since we don't have to go to work, Sundays aren't as big of a deal. Like, I'm not so depressed yeah. about Sunday night, you know, going into yeah. work oh, Monday. Yeah. So yeah, I can't wait to get forward to or yeah, can't wait to get to Sunday to get right to the doc, which I've been enjoying so far. Episodes three and four were, if not better, just as entertaining as uh, the first two, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so. I I really like them. I mean, <clears throat> I said it on the last one that I they it was supposed to be at the be about the Pistons and Dennis Rodman, and yeah, pretty awesome. Dennis Rodman's about uh. I mean, they didn't make him look too crazy, but he they let you know he's probably about as crazy as you thought he was. Not crazy, but, you know, wild out there. He was out here getting busy. Yeah. Living free, man. That's all he needed. Just a little bit of freedom. But um, I liked it a lot. And I'll tell you what, for much as it seemed like there was going to be some negativity around this, like even Michael Jordan said people are going to think bad of me and <clears> – <throat> People are going to, you know, and then it's like the episode about Dennis Rodman. You're like, oh, he's going to look like shit. And he's really not. I mean, I like, I always liked Dennis Rodman, but I kind of liked him more after that episode. Just a fucking team player. Just needs to 
let loose every now and again. I like wild people in oh, yeah. general, especially yeah. if I don't have to deal with them on a personal level. So, like, Dennis Rodman was always fascinating to me because I'm like, oh, yeah. look at this maniac. <laughs> I watch this show. Yeah. And then I don't have to deal with anything was, that comes so, with it. So, you know what I mean? He was so good, too. Oh, he my God. Just best rebounder. Asshole. Dude, yeah, we were watching it, and I go, a couple minutes down, I go, best rebounder of all time. I don't then even, when he starts breaking it down. Yeah. Where you like, oh no, I watch the way this guy shoots oh, jumpers, this, so I can tell you where the rim's going. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, that's gonna go crazy. Out this way, oh, this guy, if he shoots in this side, it's gonna spin that way, and so and it's like, oh wow. Because as a kid, I did yeah. realize I'm like, bro, he's gripping, he's getting every one. You know yeah, what I mean? I'm like, as, when you're a kid, you're not, you don't really know the science of it. You're just watching, going, I got he's the everywhere the goddamn ball is. Yeah, oh absolutely. <laughs> and if he's not, dude, he's, he's fucking, snatching yeah, that. He's running, he's, hustling, yeah, hustling is. How can you do that? Much fucked up shit, and then show up to work right the next on, day, man. like ready to roll. Because I ain't putting the drugs on Dennis. I don't know. I have never heard confirmed stories he did drugs. Okay. Oh, like, are there confirmed stories? I know I he's mean, a I'm fucking alcoholic. Sh- sure. Was he doing? He's probably the bug sugar. I I don't know. I would guess, yeah. It well, would the way he was energized, none, yeah, yeah. None of it would surprise me. They're like, oh yeah, he had a coke problem. I'm like, oh, I can see that. I found it funny. We're like, he went to San Antonio, and that's where Dennis. Around up, and that's where Madonna found him. I'm like, you went to San Antonio and decided nut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was a lot of <clears throat> Madonna. Love that. <laughs> hey. <laughs> well, there's a lot of. Uh, I mean, I've heard some rumors and speculation that uh, as to why he left Detroit, why he wanted to get out of Detroit. He didn't want to leave. Well, again, I've heard rumors and speculation that, like, Mark McGuire and Vinnie Johnson used to, like, tag team his wife and shit. That's the stories I heard. Dennis Rodman? Uh-huh. He wasn't married, was he? I don't know, man. These are the stories I heard. Oh, I, I don't, don't know. You came up here and said this shit. I'm I figured so, you fact-checked it. What do you mean? Fake news! I said these are stories I heard. You got them fucking headphones on. You don't listen, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm directly Mark into your ears. Why? Who told you that? Where'd you hear that shit? That's wild. Well, I've, I've never heard, heard that. I've heard that from a couple of people. You know, look it up. Google that shit. See if something pops up. If if more than three things pop up, we'll just say it's a possibility that it happened. He, he was a young guy. Why would we let him go and keep those old motherfuckers? Vinnie Johnson. Vinnie Johnson. Vinnie Johnson was a micro- best name nickname ever in the left. microwave. But he, that hairline was receding like a bitch. Okay. <laughs> oh, made me think he was old. I Why mean, would we keep him around? Maybe. Although he had a game-winning shot. Well, I mean, he had a game-winning shot to steal the sweep against the Trailblazers. Annie, Annie Bakes? 92-93, she's married to him? Oh, one year, huh? When yeah. Did he, when did he leave Detroit? Um, I don't know. She was a model, though. Also a hostess. Mm. Sounds like the faithful type. Hey man, I don't know who. I don't know neither. The only woman I knew he was with that Matt watched knew the Madonna thing. I know he married Carmen Electra, Mm. and I know me at the time. Boing, singled out, dude. That's she was that thing. If I recall, he married uh, Carmen Electra in a fucking dress. I believe he wore a dress. That was a weird arrow. That was some weird shit going on. He wrote the book. My brother had a friend who was obsessed. This little kid loves sass. Like, you know, all the kids, like, I mean, like his I'm favorite not, athlete. Like, okay. my brother's like, oh, I love Michael Jordan or Kobe or whatever. And yeah. this kid would come over and was like, Rodman, like, told my mom, I don't give a fuck what you give me for Christmas. I need that 
knew like all the kids were rocking the Bulls jerseys and like this shit. All the everything this kid had was always something Rodman. He'd come over, and I thought I mean, it was funny because they were yeah. in like, dude, at the time, like mind you, my brother and them were had to be third grade, second, second like you know what I mean? They yeah. were young. Yeah. And this kid come over with his Rodman jersey. One time he I, beat another kid up in the neighborhood. I had though, the fucking, I, it was I had the black ninety one. With the red pinstripe Bulls jersey? Absolutely. I like I the ones. I wasn't a Bulls fan, but I like the gold pinstripe joints. Right on. But, yeah. Carmen Electra, though. Whew. Great to see her. Jesus. Yikes. Disappearing to Vegas. Hey, man, I ain't coming back to work on time either. Me and Carmen Electra in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Find me. Mm-hmm. I've had, uh, in my lifetime, I've had one poster of a woman on my wall, and it was Carmen Electra. God damn it. Wow. I love it. Holy shit. Yeah. But good thing, you know, Michael Jordan, the greatest basketball player of all time, showed up in Vegas to knock on the door and tell tell Dennis, it's time to get your shit together, man. We need you for the team, brother. I saw something that said they pulled him out by the nose ring, but I don't know if that's true. (laughs) For real. I I I saw, like, a thing. I got my click on this shit. That would be awesome. You click on it, it's just the dude sitting there with a fucking huge dick at the end of the bed. What if Dennis beat Mike's ass? I don't know. Did Scotty get to jump in? I feel like that's a team. That's a uh, two-man mission. You don't send just Mike. You send Scotty too. Like y'all might have to fuck him up. I don't know. Bring him back. Phil sent them with one mission. Bring him back. I don't care how you do it, Michael. Bring him back. Phil Jackson's big ass will open his third acid eye and use his brain power to get him to like calm down and stop. Phil fucking. hunched like over <laughs> like a son of a bitch, man. I love Phil Jackson. He he's great. I Super mean, Super Zen. It's another. Thing. He's a hippie. Well, even that whole okay, so even that whole scenario though, as it says a lot about Phil Jackson as a coach to be able to understand that this dude needs to leave to go to Vegas. <clears throat> You know, to, like, unwind, even though it's the craziest fucking thing ever. And basically the only thing you don't want someone like him to do. And then he understands enough to know that if he lets him go, he's going to come back better. While also explaining to his uber-competitive icon of a basketball player, Michael Jordan, like, yo, we have to let him go. And he's like, yo, what the fuck? If he leaves, he ain't coming back. You know what I mean? So, like, Phil Jackson just keeping all that shit. Well, Mike got an I told you so, I imagine, in there and goes, I'm going to use that on Phil. <laughs> but, <he's laughs> not, but he didn't tell him so. Told you don't let this motherfucker well, go. So he left for a couple of days. Y'all won a championship. So I love Carmen Electra. I didn't even know, like, the basketball season <laughs> schedule. It's like, listen, man, I was out here floating. Yeah. <laughs> just, this is when I ecstasy do, really it. took off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. She lives in Vegas. Yeah, she I was imagine out people here who live rock. in Vegas don't always know what's going on everywhere else. You know, but I don't a lot know. of people I don't want to judge. I know a couple of people have lived in Vegas. And I, it's actually very like chill. Like no one hangs out in the Vegas area. I if you live there, I have no you know what I mean. I you yeah, like, I yeah, you, yeah. I went there it's once. It's all tourists. No, I went. I mean, if I was a single guy looking for, might need to move to Vegas. <laughs> I um, I've never been to Vegas. I stopped there once driving home, driving back from California, on a road trip, and uh, I mean, there it was like five p.m. on a Sunday. There was probably two million people on the street. It was insane. And I was like, yeah, this isn't really. I don't. And I don't gamble, so this isn't really a place I need to be. But for long. I've somebody told me I heard if you visit three days, Max, everyone I have talked to has said it. But then again, if I'm Dennis Rodman, maybe I'm gonna take seven days in Vegas and, you know, fuck Carmen Electra and make Michael Jordan come get me. 
He slammed a beer in a crowd of people, hopped on a motorcycle, <laughs> and drove off. And the I 90s, thought, baby. the 90s. Yes, yes no sir. Of luck. Yes, sir. I was once in a... Yeah, fuck this one. I'm not going to continue. <laughs> I was once in a meeting for some court order things, and a guy was in there and was just talking about all the DUIs he racked up, and how basically oh, no. four came in the 80s when it didn't matter. He's like, I got seven. I'm like, how is this guy still driving? He goes, I got three before 88. <laughs> like four before 88 and he goes back then it was a slap on the wrist but i'm like it. bro how many like i guess i imagine them all as crashing your car but i guess some of those <laughs> yeah. could have been but after seeing this guy i'm like you weren't like you were driving like an asshole yeah, i can tell you get drunk <laughs> wow way to be super judgmental at a probably judgment-free thing good job uh, you know i didn't i didn't judge him an observation. But yeah, I mean, apparently that's how it is. is. Like you said, Dennis Rodman just crushes a Miller Lite in front of everyone and hops onto a fucking bike and takes off. No helmet either. Oh, like this shit. Other people are like cheering him on. It's like, oh, yeah, it's the rock star. You were really happy to see him, man. Wouldn't you be? Yeah. I uh, thought that, but again, for what was supposed to be negativity in all this that they kind of made it look like, or... At least, I guess I just worried about because, like I've said before, uh, who are you worried about? Well, not <laughs> I'm not worried. Okay, forgive me. I, all right. Oh, well, I'm, I'm like, not worried. I'm but, like, man, I know you love Mike, but if you're worried about how he's gonna yeah, look, okay, who gives a incorrect shit? word? Something I was curious about. Okay, was if it was going to like sway anything. Like, oh, is he really actually a piece of shit? We're in episode four. We got six more to go. That's true. But so far, I I like him more, for one. And two, I think the only fucking people who look bad in this is the fucking bad boy basketball team. I don't know, man. I think that was, as Horace Grant would say, they Sam's going to lose some friends on this. He's going to jump off the I ledge. Mean, no, I'm not. No, it's, I'm I, yeah, I am, birthday or not, I am not that fucking old. And I don't hang out with anyone that's that fucking old to be super invested. I mean, I'm sure you can really root for the bad boys, but... I was four and five when they won. I imagine most people I associate myself were about that too. So, uh, and I hate to break it to you, but that was a bitch ass move to walk off the court like that. After all that, I thought it was a classless move. I'm not gonna defend them at all. I'm also not some like Detroit till I die motherfucker. Oh, no, if I'm being honest. So, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've got to. Hey, guys. Half the teams I like are in L.A., dude. Yeah. So. I mean, for, for the most part, I am, I guess. Like, I don't really root for any hockey team because I don't give a shit. But like, if I'm rooting for one, it's the Red Wings. And I still I feel like Bill and Beer on some bitch shit when I see him talking in interviews. Yeah. I love my Tigers, obviously. but I root for my home team. Yeah. And, well, again, the know. Lions, I, I can't. I'm not that invested into like that in the fucking – I mean, I love, yeah, I'm a Fairweather Pistons fan. I don't know what you want. But even still. My favorite hockey team is the Red Wings. Yeah. Because I don't really watch it. My favorite player is Ovechkin, so yeah. take that for what it's worth. But one way or another, the um, the bad boy Pistons to me are just not some. I it wasn't skilled basketball. It's not. It was Isaiah Thomas. Here's was. the thing. Okay. Isaiah Thomas, mm-hmm. highly skilled. Yeah. Joe so Dumas. you can never take away from well, Isaiah Thomas, Joe Dumars. Even Bill Lambeer was somewhat of a stretch four. Well, it was yeah. a stretch four. And again, but he'd do that wait, fuck wait, wait. shit because he wasn't athletic. 
That's true. You beat me. If you're like, if you were more athletic than me to get to the hole, or whatever, we just club you upside the head. Which the game was more physical, and the eighties were sure. dudes sure. were out here getting busy. Absolutely. Because Doctor J all tried to them. knock Larry Bird's head off his fucking shoulders and all, before. But all of those guys, any of the classic guys from the eighties and nineties, but they, when you hear like a Rick Mahorn talk, they, they absolutely all fought. You know what I mean? Yeah, but when you hear like a Rick Mahorn talk, and it's like, y'all don't have any talent. No. Nah. Like, Rick like Mahorn, I, I, you, I try to I rebound, strong, box out. What's the strong part? I of hustle, rebound, box out, and swing. You know, but again, it, it, you're right here. They had like Isaiah Thomas, obviously. Well, Isaiah Thomas is one of the best point guards of all time. Yeah, but top like, three. Vinny Johnson was is a very good player. Uh, the Mark, microwave, yeah. Mark Aguirre was a really good player. I like, think Mark Aguirre was an MVP, league MVP at one point. I mean. Then Adrian the Dantley, they had good basketball yeah, so players. Adrian Dantley it was, was their really bigs, good. maybe, that, was that just went to bullshit. That's what I mean, but their big guys like Bill Ambeer and James Edwards and John Sally. Like he was, I like John Sally. Yeah, I like John Sally because he was a serviceable basketball player at best, right? Like every team he went to, he wasn't. He was a rotation player, That's yeah. That's what I mean. He wasn't a giant impact guy. So they were good. You play they ten years of pro players, sports and a rotational player, you're good. After, you're good. But they, I mean, I don't know. I guess because of the Bulls, the way history kind of makes it for me is they got away with playing like complete fucking assholes for two years, and then the third year, you know. For me, it wasn't the way you played. It was what, like whatever. Do I guess like well, I can't say after what I just said. I didn't like that style of play. When you're winning games eighty-eight to seventy-four, or you know what I'm saying. Well, you like the way the. No, no, 2004 Pistons play with that slow ass, boring shit. Well, no, oh, my point is that the whole league at that time was was a little bit slower. Like guys definitely weren't putting up like 140 and shit like they do now. But when it's already kind of low scoring, and then you add on the fact that you're never gonna let any other team score in the paint and through physicality. I mean, yeah, I liked our championship teams, but they didn't let you score in the paint because they had some of the best like help defense. So it's a boring brand of basketball. I'll give you that, but they weren't just fucking knocking people out. No, <laughs> just three dudes jumping on one guy. No, some of that shit was just wild. Dennis Rodman shoving Scottie Pippen, like well, you know. It also showed that Doc Scottie might have been a little soft up until Michael made him go work well, out before that ninety-one fucking. He's definitely series. soft. You saw in the first two episodes, Charles Oakley smacked him in the face. That was fucking nuts. He kind of, well, he kind of let him know, like you ain't in Central Arkansas no more. Like I'm happy you grew. I don't give a fuck. He slapped the shit out of him. Absolutely. I mean, on camera. I agree. But what was Scotty gonna do exactly? Well, nothing, because it was Charles Oakley. I'm just saying, Oakley, that was uncalled for. I would have been like, hey man, what y'all putting in this documentary? But I think yeah, take that shit out. But they even said that I think like you know, Scotty needed a little bit of adjustment period to realize he wasn't in Central Arkansas no more. That didn't do it. Yeah. Well, no. But he definitely, he definitely let that motherfucker smack. They him. said that was his rookie year. Said the Pistons beat him down for three, four more, and he was crying for fouls. Yeah. So it wasn't until they hit the gym <laughs> after the nineteen yeah. ninety, after the Pistons got him. My thing is, whatever the play was, some bullshit. Why, after you win, or after you lose, I'm not down with. Walking off the floor. Actually, you can walk off the floor after the game's over. Yeah. Why are you walking off when the clock's still going and all that shit? And I'm not the biggest sportsmanship guy, but that, I'm like, that's I just, mean, I I go, that just made you look like some clown. That, like, I don't hold, I'm not mad at those Pistons teams. Like, I don't care that much about those guys. But it's, I just thought it was, it makes you, doesn't make you look good, I thought. Yeah. I go, and especially, like, if you're going to be 
the hard ass the whole time, then it makes you look worse. That's what I mean. That's why it looks bad. It's not, I love Michael Jordan's fucking responses. Because Isaiah Thomas said that shit, and ooh, the Boston did that to us. And Boston, it, it looks, here's my whole thoughts on that. Is like Boston did do that to them, obviously. I didn't really know that. And they walked across the fucking court while like, dudes are shooting free throws. You know, like Kevin McHale's got his jacket on. And they stopped him and slapped hands for a second, whatever. That was super foul by them. Yeah, absolutely. That's a bullshit-ass move, you know, especially in the same concept. Like, if you beat them for a couple of years and then they beat you, and what, you're just taking your ball and going home? Like, yeah. you're a little bitch. So I understand that point of view, but also, as they showed in the documentary, when you beat, you know, the, the Bulls of the year before, they showed Michael Jordan getting eliminated shake everyone's hands as people are getting ready to interview them and then immediately be like, yeah, they were the better team. You know, we we tried and we didn't execute or whatever, but he said more than once that they were the better team, they beat us. Yeah. So, like, you, I mean, you can't use what happened to you four years ago when this man showed you respect when you beat him last year and now you're just going to walk off the floor. Guess what? You don't get to be on the dream team, That bitch. was a poor, yeah, that was a poor excuse. As someone that is a, I think I tried to hide, I, would have tried to deny it at some point in my younger years, but as somebody that knows, they are definitely petty and enjoy petty people. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't mad at Mike for going no dream team for you. Like I'm not mm-hmm. also not one of the people like Scotty should have been that dream team, bitch. We destroyed everybody. Yeah, that's all I was there for was winning. Like once again, sorry. Yeah, none of those guys were my favorite. Like my favorite player was on that dream team. Wanna know why? Because somehow Shaq stayed home for Christian fucking late. <laughs> So yeah. you want to talk about a goddamn yeah. disgrace on that dream team? Let's talk about that. It is. And it was, kind of. I mean, I feel like everyone said that, but either way. And, and they, you should be mad at Larry Bird for taking up a spot when that motherfucker couldn't even play because his goddamn back. back was done. You about to call him was broke it, back, Larry? It wasn't, broke back mouth. Wasn't, uh, was Magic sick? He couldn't have been sick. No, nah, this was before. Magic was thinking about retiring. Magic retired. Larry's like, come on, Magic, give, give us one more run. Yeah. Then after that, they found out Magic was getting dirty. Yep. Heard a lot in, of in the, in the grottos, if you, if you let my ma tell it. Heard a lot of stories <laughs> about that, too. Yeah, like, Watch your mouth. Him and, uh, you know, him and Isaiah Thomas were pretty close. Ones. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Hey, I can You're about to get me sued. Do you want to say allegedly? I said I heard. All I right, why don't you say allegedly on that, too? Allegedly, oh, yeah. Sam heard this hey. shit. Hey. Isaiah Thomas, don't sue us because someone once told me that you and Magic Johnson used to bang. <laughs> that, Listen, do you man, feel better? I'm Allegedly. a big Magic Johnson fan. You ain't about to be out here throwing dirt on this fucking man. I'm a big name. Magic Johnson. Why is that it, dirt? He can sleep with whoever he wants. It's I don't, dirt if you're making up shit saying he got AIDS from Isaiah I, Thomas. What the fuck? Who said that? I brought up AIDS and then you implied it, motherfucker. What are you talking no, about? I just, I just heard that they were close. That's all I said. I'm a Magic Johnson. In the words of Ray J, do what you do, live how you do live, you love who you love. <laughs> I'm just saying, love who you love, Charlemagne. Love who you love. Terrible. Yeah, I mean, Pistons didn't look good. Uh, Dennis Rodman, I mean. Dennis I Rodman, guess. who was one of those was, Pistons, so, yeah. I mean. <laughs> well, I'm just saying overall. So, like, Mike didn't mind it too much. He's like, hey, his nigga can rebound. Get him in here. Yeah, it was also like six years later. Wait. Um, no. Three. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was on, not many, actually, too. He went to San Antonio for two years and then came there. Okay. Either way, 
Before, are they going to talk about how Mike got suspended for gambling Absolutely in the not. next one? I was going to say, there seems to be, like, he's really got his hand in this. Because, like, we talked about Isaiah being off the dream team. You know, they're, they're not going to address that. No, I don't, he's a real cookie-cutter you know, shit. Well, That's what I want, the real. Yeah. And then, also, like, I don't think any, there's going to be any more mention of that. Of the Pistons team, even when he was like, "Do you want to see what Isaiah said?" and he's like, "Oh no, that's all bullshit. they got." Uh, it's, oh, I love it. So yeah, I mean, I think Michael Jordan's got a big, uh, big hand. In if you guys are looking for that. good stuff, though, uh, YouTube Robert Parrish hitting Bill Lambeer, you'll laugh. Don't fuck with Big Chief. Well, not even that. I mean, if, if you want to see shit like that, watching the Pistons fight, I guess, is entertaining. But I just watching them. Watching them beat up my hero. Clubbing, yeah. dudes. Yeah, watching them beat up my yeah, hero. Yeah, you're a little too close to this. No, they're, yeah, they're just I, out there clubbing, yeah. folks, though. Oh. Like, wild. <laughs> Bro. Woo. Wild. Larry Bird swinging on Michael, or, uh, Dennis Rodman and shit. But overall, for the doc, uh, Dennis Rodman, I, you know, I thought he looked good. That he didn't look bad in all this, and. Michael Jordan looks great, and the Pistons look bad. Like, that was basically those two episodes. That's what I got. So, excited for the next two. What are the next two about? I haven't even seen a preview yet for no, the next I didn't two. think I saw I think either. they're like, now we got you bitches on the edge yeah. of your seat. Don't matter. Yeah, because they're hitting us with some cookie, cookie cutter bullshit. Know, cause here's a fucking, those here's two Michael the parent. Her <laughs> oh. Bow Wow once went to Michael Jordan's house. And uh, he had his Reeboks on. Yeah, because Michael Jordan's kids who weren't famous, other than Michael Jordan's kids, were like 12. I'm like, Dad, I want to meet Bow Wow. Like, they met at some, like, charity event. And they're like, Bow Wow, come over and hang out. It's like, yeah, I stayed the night at his house. Walked in, had my AIs, because, <laughs> of course. <laughs> and he's like, walked in, they go, oh, no, 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 no. He goes, literally right at the door, they had a pair for him. They go, what size shoe you wear? And Michael Jordan's like, what are those? Yeah, you can leave those at the door. Nice. And put them in J's. I mean. And he goes, AI's still my dude, but I was in J's all weekend, yeah, baby. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, sounds awesome. I thought it was funny. I'm like, yeah, okay. No competition in the crib. He is very competitive. Yeah, man, he's here to If win. he's so competitive, let's see more of this petty. I know. <laughs> also, Jerry Krause, you can't dance. You should be doing TikTok videos. Uh, yeah. He would fit in on TikTok some way. Some of these motherfuckers look. Y'all gotta stop. I'm not on TikTok. Unless I just, you're. I need to see everyone get made fun of on Twitter. I mean, do your videos, but the dancing ones, man. If you off beat with it, don't do it. And you know. Yeah. Motherfucker, <laughs> you <laughs> know. <laughs> what? It's recorded. I know what I'm good at and what I'm not good at. Yeah. Like there's, I mean, just a combination of like noise and movement at the same time. Yeah. If you. you so your eyes should be able to see it if you want to. Find the beat. Ride that know. motherfucker. My eyes can see it. It drives me insane. Brutal. Hey, my buddy's mom's like, I don't know how to dance. We were at a wedding like two years ago. I had a rocking out in there. I'm like, here, find the beat. Boom, boom. Had her catching the two-step in that bitch. So if you can't do that, you need to sit down, take some remedial courses, or I'll be hosting exactly virtual classes <laughs> via Zoom. 100 bucks oh, a pop. Hit the PayPal. Hit the Cash App. Hit the Venmo. I'm here for y'all. How to Dougie. Did it at a party once. They still appreciate me. Everybody knows. Oh, man. Well, uh, I mean, what else we got to talk about? 
Well, I'd like to talk about the NFL draft, you know, oh, it's like well, the biggest thing that happened this <laughs> week. <laughs> yeah, any return of sports. Uh, I mean. That you're anti-watching the draft for I'm some not, reason. I'm not Sam- anti-amateurism. That's true. I mean, I'm not anti-watching the draft. I just don't get excited. It's boring to me. It's, But I don't, like, study every college player. Also, I'm like, I mean, I had a cousin that went to Michigan State. I dated a girl that went to Michigan State. And I have a bunch of friends who are Michigan fans. So, naturally, I kind of root for Michigan State. But I feel like it's pretty well known that I'm not going to, like, fucking break down the entire roster for you. So I don't have much, like, I don't know all these college players. I couldn't name five people that got drafted in the first round, really. You couldn't name five? Well, maybe. I mean, that's a test for maybe later, five. maybe. But Jesus, that's bad. Maybe five. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I Doesn't that have much. to deal with the pro game, though? Like, don't you want to know who's going to be playing? I mean, yes and no. Or who your team's taking or whatever? Yes and no. Listen, I can blame this on Ed O'Bannon because when I was a kid, I watched Ed O'Bannon. Was it Ed O'Bannon or Charlie O'Bannon? They both go to UCLA. Pretty sure it was Ed O'Bannon. Either way, they went Didn't to like. Anyone go to Michigan? I don't know. Whichever one went Maybe to UCLA. That's false. I think both UCLA. Whichever one went to UCLA, and Ed, I believe Ed was the one, the one that sued. Well, I know that. I know Ed O'Bannon sued him. But either way, whichever one played against Bryant, Big Country, Reeves in either the Final <coughs> Four, or the championship game. This is how I remember it. That motherfucker was strong. And they fucking killed it. I believe UCLA won. Like, I was, uh, we were kids. And I remember, I'm pretty sure I could tell you uh, Ed O'Bannon got drafted seventh overall by the New Jersey Nets, I want to say. And I was like, fuck yeah. Next Michael Jordan, I watched this guy play for a March Madness tournament because all my uncles were watching it. So now I'm fully invested. And then he fucking sucked in the pros. So I was like, well, why do people watch college? Because these guys, I mean, everyone's good. When you're playing against, like, fucking future dental assistants is all I'm saying. Some guys shine through. I think around 12, you start realizing not every guy you think is great in college is going to make it to the show. Yeah. I was like, wait, Ed Coda isn't, <laughs> isn't going to go <laughs> to the saying. NBA and be the best point guard ever? No, yeah, Nick. So no, Nick. North Carolina is where it ends. Like, even, Mich- even like, being a Michigan State fan, I rooted. Uh, I didn't root necessarily, but I enjoyed watching that Michigan team. Play that had uh, Trey Burke and that was a uh, fun run. Yeah, Tim Hardaway Jr. and Nick Stauskas. How those guys work out is, you know what I mean. Like, so uh, it's just, that's not Tim Hardaway Jr. still in the league. He's still in the league on his like third contract. But again, didn't they? What did they lose? No one projected Tim Hardaway Jr. to be. It. No, no, no. But but he was still like good in college. Didn't they go to? Yeah, the, he's a good pro. They went to the championship, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. That don't mean you Duke. have the best players individually, like no, for the I mean, pros. I understand. I just say, hey, man, what do you, you want from me? I, I don't okay, know, but those can, are com- two completely right. different things. <laughs> I guess they just. I mean, yes and no. Like they, they, some of the they. Trey have, Burke was five foot and ten and didn't play great defense. Nothing made me think he was going to be incredible in the NBA. So what's like I my friends were like, dude, he's like Iverson. Yeah, so, I'm like, relax. So what's the point of watching it then? Well, because you can still see guys. There's some guys that you you can see the talent that translates to the you NBA. Know what? And Trey Burke's in the NBA, I believe. I, I think actually, so. I know he is. Yeah, there's guys. Those guys are in the league getting checks. Glenn Robinson. I mean, you know what? At, at the end of the day, you're right. And, and the NFL draft was the biggest thing. I'm I'm downplaying it like an asshole. I'll tell you what. You want to talk to? I got someone you can talk draft with. I'm gonna call up our local fucking. <laughs> Lions uh, uh, correspondent. correspondent. You got a correspondent over there. Oh yeah, 
You know him. We all know him here. Let me find him. I even know his phone number. Get you some fucking talk, some draft talk here, cuz. Because I just wanted the Lions to suck. And I guess they had a good draft. It would have been more entertaining for me. Hello. Yellow. Smalls. Hey, bud. Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, man. Not too bad. Just uh, trying to get over my draft hangover. Oh, it's perfect. That's, here we go. That's exactly here we go. what I wanted to hear from you, buddy. So, Nick and I are recording the podcast right now. <clears throat> you know, uh, the. Basement Sessions podcast. You listen, right? You're you're an active listener. You should like and subscribe. I've, I've, I've heard, I've heard and subscribed, and uh, I haven't gotten to all of them, but I'm, I'm trying to play catch up a little bit here. Available everywhere. Yeah. Podcast is available. Yeah, pretty, I like what pretty I hear. much. I'm, ha- I'm happy to make an appearance. Yeah, yeah, guys. yeah. So yeah, so um, yeah. Obviously, the draft was this weekend, and. Uh, I got fucking nothing. Nick's got, you know, Nick roots for like six pro teams, so he's Bull super excited about the draft. Shit. So he's super excited about the draft, and I barely root for the Lions, let alone anyone else. I mean, I don't know about you guys. My favorite uh, football team is my fantasy football team. Fuck your home team. Well, you should probably <laughs> want to know what rookies are coming in, especially in a keeper league. Have you won with that fantasy football team? One. Hey, at least you're on the board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I make the, <laughs> I say I make the playoffs uh, pretty well, pretty much every year too. Yeah, I'm usually a team to beat. That's neither here nor there. A team that is not to beat is the Detroit Football Lions, who don't get much of my attention. So, well, they, they unfortunately soak up my my every <laughs> spare thought of my mind. That's why I knew that you were the fucking guy to call smalls. Did you guys know that with the top 50 players that were projected in the draft, I YouTubed every one of them at least seven <laughs> different times? I fucking love the dedication, dude. Yes. Now, I, I, I looked at some a certain guys. I didn't go that hard. Oh, wait there's, a second. This, there's this fucking website you can go on, and you can actually do do like almost like a live draft when like trades come up and you get graded. Dude, I did about 35 <laughs> I think I'm fucking nuts, but uh, I, just, I, I can't help it. I love that shit. I can't help it, boys. Can't no, it, help it. It doesn't it's, sound. It's a fucking disease. It doesn't sound crazy at my all. My poor kids are gonna be the biggest Lions fans ever. That's unfortunate. Well, maybe yeah. not. Not not if they continue to lose, because I feel like if they gotta spend a whole lifetime of watching you be angry, they may, they might be like, "Fuck this! I'm rooting for the Packers." <laughs> Dude, I've been trying to come up with ways to where I can go become the, the GM of the Lions. And I realized by this point in my, my adult life, it's just, just it's out of reach. Oh, you're just now, you just now so you're you picking up on that? No, but I had, but I had an epiphany, though, because I was talking about this with one of my brothers, and I was like, man, I need to figure out a way to where I can make the decision for the fucking Lions. Because <laughs> <laughs> we got to get you in that GMC. If I can't be the GM, you know, I'm not educated. I don't have a background in blah, 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 blah. Just president of football operations. I got to just buy the GMC. Oh, so yeah. There I got, you go. I got an invention in mind to make me about a billion or two. Well, I got to be honest. For good old Martha Ford, you know, a good fucking chunk of that to buy the fucking team. The Carolina Panthers new owner. The guy's a, God, what is he? Hedge fund owner. Hedge fund guy. Yeah. And this guy's got billions, and he's a, he doesn't have a football background, <laughs> so that's my new plan. There you I go. Become a billionaire um, by the fucking lines and make the decisions like Jerry Jones. Eric, I you know I love you and support you always, 
I just want to throw this out there. Whatever invention that you're going to have that's going to make you billions so you can buy the team from Mrs. Ford, it might have to be better than, like, the automobile. <laughs> because that's who currently o- owns the team. <laughs> it's the people that yeah. came up with the car. So well, that's she'll, pretty she'll deep-rooted. By, by the time I can get this in, in motion, she'll probably be dead. <laughs> <laughs> I got to work on this audience. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've al- I always say though one of the best jobs in sports is to be a any type of front office like GM for a Detroit sports team because they will let you go so long. It don't matter really the team, Tigers, Pistons, Red Wings. These motherfuckers let you go. The only one that's really earned it, I think we fired him after what like twenty five years was homeboy from the Wings, Kenny uh, Ken Holland. Ken Holland. Yeah. But he he wants some well, cups. I mean, some of these like Alavila. What are we doing here still? Well, for that's sure. What they do is they promote from within. Yeah, they love that and shit. That, and that's why a lot of these teams are, are stuck where they are because they keep promoting from within, and within's the fucking problem. <laughs> yeah. Well, even but when you think, when did Dombrowski take over? Dombrowski took over in oh five, oh four. Whenever they got plugged, I think wasn't yeah. it? That was like oh four, oh five, and he was out by what twenty fifteen. 2016, and he went to two World Series. He had I mean, a nice run. Well, but, he tried to act like the Yankees and buy a World Series and it didn't work out for him. Oh, he hey, you got to you gotta complain hey, that he got him there right. twice? We're not even, <laughs> even going to go Let's down Let's not go road. down that road. Yeah. Sam's going to take us yeah. down a dark a dark path. Prince Fielder fucking sucks. <laughs> That's where the path ends. That's hey, where it ends. you know ends. what? I played baseball against his fat son. I don't know. Like, I'm sorry. Against Prince as a kid. Fat ass sat in the stands and wouldn't give anybody autograph. I think you've told me that story. Before. Hey, man, he's there as a fucking dad, dude. Like okay. 11 I know they were checking birth certificates on Prince. Dude, Fuck Prince suck. Fielding. Okay, so here's the thing. Soon to be uh, Lions front office guy. I mean. Yeah, that would be so awesome. Like, that, <laughs> that, that's my dream. I don't even care if it was a low-level scout. If I could be in that room to just to be like, Bob Quinn, you're a cheese dick. No. Cheese that dick? That would just be the best. He's a cheese dick. <laughs> He's a fucking square, dude. He looks like a child. Doesn't he look just like a fucking... Matt Patricia, you know, I remember all the reports that he's an asshole. It's nice to see he doesn't fucking feed his children. Jesus Christ. Okay, Jesus I mean, he might still. You don't know. You know, I saw him throwing that, like, cheesy-ass smile with his kid in the living room. I know. They really did humanize people with... And we'll get into that, because I feel like they humanized people with the draft a lot, with, like, their families and shit. Which I saw some of them made me laugh. Like, Vrabel's family was... Did you see him, Sam? No. Oh my god, dude! His kids. No. One kid had a full. Yeah, it looked like one kid was taking a dump in the background, but the other two had full costumes on. One kid had a sick mullet. Dude, they were great. Like they's like, I like the families that came all in. Raj, that little basement setup, forty million dollars. I could put that forty million a year. I can get a better basement than that, dog. Dude, I, I was I was so disappointed in Ken and the commissioner's fucking <laughs> basement. I was waiting to see some crystals and some fucking diamonds and some granite and. Hey, man, that's why my boy Jerry came to show out. Dude, I love Jerry. <laughs> Did you guys know what he was? I read something, man, that Jerry Jones told all the scouts that during the draft, he's not to be bothered that he's making all his picks himself. <laughs> oh, nice. Boss up. Yeah, he's probably happy as fuck. Like, what? None of you guys can be around me? Dude, we can only, we're baller, only making, man. we're going to, fucking baller. we're going to be sitting guy. by ourselves making the picks Well. This is my fucking team, so I'll be sent by my fucking Dude, self making a, my in fucking picks. I thought he had a good draft too. Jerry 
Oh yeah, well, we're gonna talk well, about well, them in well, our. Well, here you let's, go. let's let's get right into it. it. Well, how do, we'll, we'll start first and foremost because let's like we'll start said, with the hometown yes, team, future Lions uh, front office guy. So what do we have? The fifth pick, third pick. We had the third pick, third pick, third overall pick. We took we Jeff Okuda. Jeffrey Okuda, project, uh, projected uh, shutdown number one corner out of Ohio State. He's a good player. Yeah, very good player. Good, good player, but highly, go. highly disappointing that they couldn't make a trade to move back. I agree. It had to be one there. There had there's no way there wasn't something one there. That I was I would have fucking bet my life on that they would have been able to do something. And and it was it was extremely disappointing. Now, my opinion on Okuda, the guy's you know, he's a good player, best corner in the draft coming out of college, but it doesn't matter how good you are, how long you can cover a guy, how good you are in college. If you can't fucking generate a fucking pass rush to get to the fucking quarterback, <laughs> you're not going to be able to fucking stop a receiver from getting open. Yeah, so, all agreed. He's a good player. My problem with with that is they did not – I'm getting ahead of myself because I just want to go off. <laughs> <on the road. laughs> hey, we got, we got, hey, we got enough time, time dog. Let's no, go. Let's no, go. There's no, yeah. limit, on you the, feel. No limit on the recording, like, buddy. Part of, part of a cornerback is – Name me three of them besides Patrick Peterson. That was a top five, seven pick. That was an instant All Pro from year one. That's what I'm saying. The only two I can say I think were Jay after Patrick Peterson is maybe Jalen Ramsey. He was instantly good. And and Marshawn or Marcus Lattimore from Ohio State a couple years ago. Oh, okay, yeah, Marcus Lattimore was a beast. Yes, yeah, but he got drafted, dude. He was like 22nd overall too. Like value on that pick. Was he a top ten pick? <laughs> oh, maybe he was ten. You have a computer. Look it up. If you, yeah, you look it up because I, I thought he was. I could be wrong, but I thought he was a top ten pick. I hey, could be wrong. Hey, I'll give you a, a rookie college guy stat from years ago. Janoris Jenkins got talked about a lot. He had dropped down in the draft, kind of didn't he? He got a pick six against us. The Lions didn't take him because he had I, mad I baby mamas. I go, that's more incentive to pay. Huh? Would say smalls. I said, I like Janoris Jenkins a lot coming out of college. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it his first game was against the Lions, and he had a pick six? I want to say, like, the fucking first drive. I feel like we marched down the field and threw a pick six. I like that. That's football talk, baby. Because we didn't take him because he has too many kids. That's, that's a good memory. Did, yeah. did you find where Lattimore was drafted yet? Oh, God. I, well, I looked up Marcus Lattimore. Who am I looking up? It ain't Marcus. Who was he looking up? What were you just talking about? Just, just type in Lattimore from Ohio State Saints. drafted. Oh, 11th overall, that's Marshawn Lattimore. Marshawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a beast, too. He gets physical. Corners typically don't even go that high. So, not that he's not going to, but there is a strong possibility that he's not that good in year one. There's a slim possibility he's that good, but come on, let's be honest. It's the fucking Lions. And they don't ever get, they don't ever fortunate enough to, to get something like that to happen. I didn't think it was a win now move. I don't understand why you traded a top 10 corner and then drafted his replacement and well, said you were trying to win now. Control too. Now, if they were in a win now edict, that's, that's, you know, everybody says they would have kept Slay, maybe still signed Trufant, and then drafted this guy. Now you're fucking talking. But you got Trufan, who's been injured for the last two years, who's still a decent player when he's healthy, and, and a rookie, and now and still the highest-paid slot corner who sucked asshole last year. But he's good in the slot, to, though. 
because they put him outside. When he's in the slot, he's good. They put him outside, so hopefully he doesn't have to play out there because he got but, fucking toasted. Sure, yeah, I agree. But even when, like, dude, you guys watched the games last year, Dak Prescott, who in my opinion is mediocre, said Ooh. that he never had more time to throw the football than after the fucking Lions game. He said he could go through all of his progressions twice. I don't care how good you are. Receivers, running backs, tight ends, they're going to get open if you cannot yeah. generate a fucking pass rush. That's definitely a thing. The longer them guys got to run around, they're going to find an open spot so in the like, field. Hey, 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 let me stop you. Hey, 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 let me stop you right right there real quick. Watch watch your tone with my quarterback. Oh, I'm not the biggest fan, but you ain't going to call my man mediocre, all right? I mean, he's pretty We're about active. to win a Super Bowl this year. I think I just I mean that's my opinion. I'm just talking. I ain't shit. gonna talk crap about him. I don't think he sucks, but I don't think he's a top five quarterback. Would you pay him thirty two million dollars? No, fuck no. No way. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't see that either. But hey, somebody got it. Anyway, somebody got to so, give it to him. So I mean, although, so you're... although they're pretty much handcuffed, and apparently they could trade out. I mean, which is again the failure of Bob Quinn. He had a GM that had these balls. They would have drafted Tua and held him for fucking hostage. With you there, dude. Huh? With you there, dude. And then, I mean, worst case scenario, nobody offers you whatever, then you got your next quarterback. You take a chance. If he's as good as everybody's saying, you got to roll the dice. That's how you become a good organization and start winning. But, you know, Bob Quinn, again, he's a cheese dick. He doesn't have the balls <laughs> to do stuff like that. So... Like again, like I like I like Okuda. It was, in my opinion, uh, Simmons was too risky of a player for them to take. And Derek, Derek Brown, I mean, it was either between him or Derek Brown. I didn't want now, Brown in three. No way. I didn't either. No, I, that's that's why I was. I'm, I'm fine with the pick just because it really they were handcuffed. It's Chase Young that that broke my heart. I thought I thought Washington was going to do something stupid, but they didn't. <laughs> You're always rooting for guy. some team to fuck it up, guy. you know. Was I said you're always rooting for some team to fuck it up because somebody always fucks it up. It always seems like every year the guy that everybody wants, the guy that I want, goes one or two picks before the Lions. Like last year it was Devin White, the LSU linebacker, who went to pick before the Lions. Like that was fucking devastating. <sighs> yeah, but totally. Yeah, the, so one of my issues with the draft overall, though, is the, when the Lions, when Stafford well, well, was healthy. Okay, go ahead. No, no, I got it. No, they, had, they, had, they had a top five offense. So, and they they were 69 passing yards away. I think it was 69 passing yards away from having a franchise worst pass defense. They, they <laughs> at no it point was brutal. I watched him. I just. Huh? Oh, <laughs> Nick said it was brutal. I said, yeah, I watch him. I just, this is shit like that is why I don't really get excited about it. But carry on. Six, That's nine, what I mean. Yeah. So, they, I mean, they were, they were 70 yards away from setting an all. Time franchise worse in their pass defense. So what did they do? They they got rid of their best cornerback. They again they brought in an injured guy for the last two years. But again, he's solid when he's healthy. You know, I'm fine with that. And now a, a fucking rookie. He could be sweet. Chances are he's going to be mediocre the first year. Second round pick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, second round well, pick though. I kind of felt like. Well, wait a second. So wait, 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 just before we go on, you're basically in lockstep with Smalls of the first pick. Yeah, um, okay. I my my thing was I'm bringing off great. rip. My thing was your quarterback broke his back two years in a row. My fucking one of my favorite quarterbacks of all time. I know I get clowned for it. Tony Romo, dude, I'm a Cowboy fan. 
broke his back <laughs> repeatedly and his career ended. Yeah. I don't know why people think Stafford's going to be the goddamn Iron Man after this. So my thing was take two. Similar type of injury, Nick. You're yes, between yeah. the two. So my thing was take Tua, and then you have your future. Or trade back and then take who you want, but trade back. I didn't want Brown, though. I didn't think he had a great combine. And if they took right. Brown, no, I'd be I pissed. Totally agree. I'd be pissed because I wanted Ed Oliver last year. Yep. And they didn't do that. They took a tight end. Dollar Store Gronk, I call him. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope that dude comes back fucking yoked next year, man. <laughs> Because he man. needed to put on some weight because he was getting beat up. Like <laughs> he was getting knocked the fuck around. Man, hey, I'm... don't go leaping over people. You're a tight end guy. Oh, Stay yeah. on the ground. Seriously. Dude, man, Speaking I... of Gronk, welcome back, dickbag. We'll get to that. <laughs> um, I bring great uh, draft analysis to the podcast. I'm just throwing it out there. All right. Second round pick. What do we think about it, Small? Well, DeAndre Swift's sweet. Don't get me wrong. He, he was productive. He can catch. He can, he can be a three-down back. Again, it goes back to they're, them not fixing the fucking defense. You got – you had in my – this – I had three guys, really four guys that I wanted in the second round that was not a running back. Running backs, I don't think – I didn't think that was a high priority that they needed to invest a fucking second-round pick in. Although Swift is good, he's fine. You could have got a different back in the third round, fourth round, whatever. And then they and they double up on a running back. <laughs> Fucking figures. We'll get into that. <clears throat> but in the second round, man, again, they don't have a pass rush. So you got the guy from Penn State, Gross Models, who was available, who went three picks after the fucking DeAndre Swift pick. He had the, the defensive tackle from Blacklock from TCU, went five picks after our pick. Um, and then A.J. then ends up from Iowa. And even fucking, oh, there's that guy was in the third round. But there's three guys right there that should have been the pick. Who'd you who'd you like out of those guys? What's that? Who was your preferred guy out of those? Because I wasn't. Okay, I didn't know a lot about this Blacklock guy. I just saw that he was linked to us. They said he's a better interior because he's D tackle, right? But better pass rusher than. Yeah, uh, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Brown would have been. And okay. what, what the Lions have done in the offseason up to this point is release their three starting defensive tackles and replace them with two guys. Two guys <laughs> who may be the same caliber or maybe a little bit better, maybe. But both of them, is, or I'm sorry, at least, uh, <clears throat> what's his fucking Shelton? At least he's, he'll take a, or, uh, snatch his spot. They lost Aishon Robinson and they let Daniels go. They brought in a guy from Chicago who hasn't started in his career, but showed flashes last year. They paid that guy like five well, something million. I think he's thirty. Year. He better right. be showing flashes. And, and then and then that's it. And I mean, we'll get into the other guys <laughs> later. But they 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 lost three, got two, and still haven't addressed that position to where they're going to be any fucking better up the middle than they were last year. They sucked ass last year. So again. You have no pass rush, no no high quality defensive tackles, and they they draft a fucking running back. So again, you're you're adding to a top five offense when you have a, a fucking thirty first ranked defense. It kind of makes you think like, what are you fucking doing? And that to me is a luxury pick. The Lions have nothing fucking luxury about them. They they should have drafted for fucking need on defense for the first one, two, or three picks. But again, they fucking don't. Nick, what are your thoughts on it? <laughs> I'm not too mad at two, actually, because I think Swift could be the next Alvin Kamara. 
I feel like when when the talent like that there is on the board, a top, I think, 15 offensive player in this draft, you got to take him. I, I agree. Was he your favorite running back? Or did you like um, He was my favorite running back. You know who I liked, though, coming in? I just figured that we'd go defense, and I thought third round we'd be getting. Uh, I was a big fan of Zach Moss out of Utah. He's a big guy, but he's got good hands. He's got pretty big speed, but he's like a big back, and he'll fuck you up. Zach Moss out of Utah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, beast mode too. Yeah, yeah, I was a big fan of him. Uh, I think he went to Buffalo, so look out, dude. Yeah. They're going to have a nice right. run game. Even even the guy that Green Bay drafted, A.J. Dillon, I, I, I didn't think – I thought he was a solid mm-hmm. running back coming out of college. Cam Akers, I liked him too. But Swift, yeah. I think, is a yeah. is I a totally game changer, agree. though, like, like Alvin Kamara. That's what I expect out of him. I mean, I'm with you. I don't hate the pick. I mean, I think, again, it's not like they drafted Jelani Tavai. Remember that? Get they the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> they didn't. <laughs> that, that's, honestly, that was probably the, the, the happiest moments for me in this draft. The Lions didn't take anybody for the first time that ESPN didn't have a highlight on. I think the guy's like, we don't have tape on him. Um, Not very I mean, fast like, for an inside linebacker. Sure it was Jelani Tavai out of Hawaii. They're like, that's that it was tracy walker from like louisiana lafayette or some weird ass school and they're like um next <laughs> so i was happy about that from fucking bob quinn but that's another yeah, thing i'm see, like everything everything but. you said is like this is why i don't care between like my stance on college players as is and then my home team being the detroit lions like everything he said he knows what the fuck he's talking about and they, they sound like an awful team to root for I mean, they're just not addressing. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's, I, not, it's not something that I, I don't want to be a fan. I can't help but be a fan. It, it's built inside of me. Trust me. And I wish I could not watch the Lions on Sunday, but I miss communions and, and birthday parties for the Lions. <laughs> that's it. Is that your, that's your like go to like between uh, like you and your wife? No matter what, you got your Sunday. You're not. Yes. Gi- you're not giving it oh, up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's no no doubt about it. Like I said, I'm, I've not gone to birthday parties and communions because I thought the Lions had a big game. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, dude, like, I don't, I don't fuck around when it comes to my Lions. Oh, man. You poor bastard. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. And, and I'm, unfortunately, I'm making my kids do the same thing. They're going to they're gonna be the biggest fucking Lions fans ever because of me. That sucks. Yeah, it does, but they're going well. And they, they make my life suck right now, too, so. Payback's <laughs> a motherfucker. Have you thought the kids might see the pain the Lions put you in and go, I, I would refuse to yeah. root for these guys? Well, That's to be honest hilarious. with you, when, when Ethan was a baby, I uh, I was still getting quite emotional watching the games. And now that he's a little bit older, every time I fucking root or yell, he's like, no, Dad, no football. So he's not a football fan right now. <laughs> okay. I can... I'm dead serious. I think I started football. It's like, I see him snapping. Um, I like the guard pick in the third round. And they did address Edge with Julian. I don't know how you say that last name. Aquara. Yeah. Wait, and then his brother's on the team. His brother, yeah. So yeah. he's my favorite pick of the Lions. That guy, when when he only played eight or nine games last year, he broke his leg. But when he played, he had a, one of the he had like a ninety percentile pass rush grade. Damn. He's what they need. I that's my favorite pick of the draft because I, he is what they fucking needed. Now if you, they would have went Okuda in the first, Guillermo, that gross models guy from Penn State in the second, and then fucking Julian Okora in the third. And then did what they did the rest of the way. 
I'd be fucking running naked up and down my street. <laughs> but they're the Lions, and they, they don't worry, guys. From what we heard, offense, the neighbors the wouldn't see anything. So wait, 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 wait a second. So, the in the first round they took the cornerback. Second round they took a running back. Third round they took the. Yes, yeah, round at pick sixty-seven, third round, third pick of the third round, we took Julian. Yeah. Now we came back we, up and took traded, Jonah Jackson we had, at seventy-five. Fifth pick in the third, and we traded up ten spots at the seventy-fifth pick and drafted the guard from Ohio State. Yes. That's when my, that was when the, that was when the first "What the fuck are you doing?" came out of my mouth. <laughs> now they traded up ten spots in the third round to draft a guard from Ohio State who only played one year at Ohio State. The other four years was at Rutgers. Big fucking deal. That they could have they could have sat pat or even did what they did and drafted that kid from LSU. I think his last name was Lewis, and he's your instant fucking offensive line starter. Although the kid from Ohio State, he didn't give up a sack last year, so I mean, I'm not, I'm not mad at the picks. They needed a guard. I was <laughs> he sounded pretty big. He sounded big. That was your first what the fuck? What'd you say? Yes. How'd you end that? That was that was my first what the fuck moment of the drafts when they traded up ten spots to get a guard. Now, Eric, I have something for you here. Now I have the draft board in front of me. If we went your way, all defense, at that 85th, if we do not trade up. If we stay at 85 and go, how did I fuck this up? <laughs> yeah, I got, well, I got a name for Didn't we take another guy in the third? Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. If we stay at 85 and don't take Jonah Jackson, we could have gotten Zach Moss. I'm sorry. He was still at bet on the board. So you yeah. could have got your running back yeah. in, and you would have been all defense and running back. But I just think Swift's so good. But that's just another way you could have went. And I like yeah, getting no, I mean, I, getting I you cranked up, bud. Swift, I, I think he could be a good player, and with Carryon Johnson always getting hurt, I mean they they definitely needed a running back. I yes. just think that overall, as a team need defensive end or defensive tackle at that point was a bigger need than a running back, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah, yeah, totally. And then did we go? We went guard again. There's a guy that that I really like that I think Dallas took. And his, he was the defensive tackle from Mississippi State. With last name was like Matabuke. He was available, I think, when we were on the clock in the third round. If we were stayed at our pick, I think that was a guy I really liked in the third round. So, I'm, you know, granted, they need offensive linemen. They should have went more defense. They could have drafted a guy that they did in the fourth round where they did. And now we're talking. You know, we got a couple of defensive players, a couple of offensive players, and you know, I think that would have been overall at this point a better fucking draft strategy than going adding a bunch of offense to a top five offense and then totally basically ignoring your biggest need, which is pass rush. So my question, do they plan on starting two rookie guards? I bet one of them starts. Because the Lions like to do a rotation at guard. They always seem to rotate their That's guard. That's the dumbest shit to me ever, too. Say basketball. Like, this is fucking high school. They don't need a break. Like what a bunch of pansy asses, dude. <laughs> what I what I like about the guy from Kentucky is he's a fucking badass. He's like, I want to beat the shit out of the guy across from me, and I want to make him win. And I'm like, that's the type of attitude you need to fucking play offensive lineman, dude. So I was pretty. I really that, liked his attitude. I that's just, the second guard. 
Yes. Yeah, it's from Kentucky. The guy that we picked uh, in the fourth round. Logan Steinberg. Yeah, from Kentucky. Or Stenberg. Yeah, he's nasty, they say. See, now, the problem I have with that is, so here, this is (laughs) real life. So they win Okuda, Swift, Okora, and then Jackson, the guard from Ohio State. With that pick in the fourth round, again, in my opinion, there's three guys that I, that I was screaming at the TV for that would have helped our defense out, I think, immediately. One of them was the Curtis Weaver from Boise State, who was a defensive end. Went fifth um, round. Yeah. So so did Brandon. And I, guy from Utah, Dallas scooped him up in the fifth or fucking round, too. And then Minnesota took a guy that I really liked out of Baylor. His last name was Lynch, defensive tackle. But, like, the two defensive ends, both of these guys had over 10 sacks last year. And then this defensive tackle from Baylor had, I think, five last year. That's fucking college production. But instead, they go with a guard from Kentucky after taking a guard the round before that and ignoring their fucking defense once again. (laughs) (laughs) That was my second. You got to be fucking kidding me moment. That that Dallas uh, guy, Bradley Anae, was that his name? Yeah, from Utah. He was. Yeah, he last was pick of the fourth good. round, dude. Yeah. So they so could have got they took or they the could have. He's a piece of shit and he's got character with issues, which you know obviously we have no idea. It's like the Lions totally fucking ignored that guy, which drove me nuts. My apologies. They could have had him third and the fourth, and then they just kept passing. La- last like, last pick of the fifth. Pass rushes, dude. Oh, he's the last pick in the fifth. We, was he? Yeah, we took yeah. Cephas over him, Quintez. Yeah, dude. Like it's, I was, I was, I couldn't Wide believe receiver. it. Wisconsin. Oh, now, oh sweet. Now Quintez. You guys know about Quintez. He make big plays, don't he? But my man got <laughs> booted and expelled for like, allegations, harassment, or some kind of shit, and then he got reinstated. He was the, accused. The man runs a four seven forty. I could probably run that backwards <laughs> when I was in high school. <laughs> That I thought he was going to say right now. If you guys didn't know, Smalls, superior athletes. 4-4-4, four, 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 baby. Now, Eric, I got to say, the guy was, they said, accused of sexual assault, took it to a jury, and won. And they let, and like, if they let him back in the school, I feel like. off the football team and expelled from Wisconsin. <laughs> and then he got reinstated, so he missed a fucking year, didn't he? Um, I'm not sure if it was one of those we kick you out in the spring type things. Things get handled over summer. Yeah, it may have been. I, I don't know the, the full details. I just, I mean, the guy, the guy can catch. I mean, he's, he's, but again, though, he's a guy that's not going to get separation. He's, he's not, he's, he's not a guy that you can say run down the field. You're going to be wide open because nobody can stay with you. One of the things that I hated until the Lions drafted that guy, that running back from fucking. Where was he from? From New Mexico State. The Lions always lack speed. Like they don't ever have that guy on offense that can take the ball from a starting position and run to the fucking end zone. Carryon Johnson can do it, but he doesn't have that blazing speed that the Lions never had, except for when they had Javis Best back in the day before he just had blew up. Oh, that was just such a that was a bummer. That guy was fun to watch. Yeah, and like you know, every year I'm like. If I'm a GM in the later rounds of the draft, the sixth, seventh round, I'm drafting the fastest fucking guys available. <laughs> because you can't go wrong with speed. If yeah. you give somebody the ball and they can take it to the end zone, like that's a threat. When they're on the field, they have to pay attention to that guy. That just it opens more stuff up, and the Lions don't ever do that. So <clears throat> I was actually pretty pumped about the little running back from New Mexico State. The dude can run. So wait, but now they're going to – so what, he's going to compete with Ty Johnson? 
and Bo yeah, Scarborough because I mean, they have what 16 I mean, yeah, bags. Well, I fucking forgot about Bo Scarborough. Yeah. Bag center. Is you drafted now the fifth running back in Bob Quinn's era of GM. You know that he's now drafted his fifth fucking running back, <laughs> and it's like you already got two guys, and now you added a third. So, and Ty Johnson was a rookie last year. So, what does that say to your draft pick last year of a running back? That was is that a complete waste of a draft pick? You know what I'm saying? It's like he always makes up for mistakes the year after with replacing the guy or position that he just fucking drafted. He's so he's not that, good. That <laughs> <laughs> I said he's not good. Like, although I honestly, if I'm being honest, I thought this was a good draft. Now, now I got to see how they spend uh, this money in free agency. Is that all? That's the all. Um. Well, yeah, they sure. went. In, I mean, you don't really care about the sixth and seventh rounders. You well, want to talk uh, about a wait, team wait, that wait, killed the it? The only thing I was gonna say about the sixth and seventh round picks is like. You guys have been hearing me scream for a defensive tackle this whole draft, right? Yes. So what do they do with their back-to-back seventh-round picks who more than likely aren't even going to make the team? Tell he me. drafts defensive tackles. <laughs> <laughs> to a piece. You know it's like, I, feel, like I, saw, he, I saw that's value. Like, that's like a big fuck you to, to everybody that's like, oh, here, we addressed our need. But I'll say this about the guy from Utah. He, compared to his, his guy, the guy who played next to him that I think went around earlier, he... He, he's, a, he's a good run stuffer. He's a nose tackle. If this guy could eat a bunch of food for a year and gain like 30 more pounds, he'd be like Danny Shelton or, or, or Snacks Harrison, which which is what they need. Damn. But he's not going to be able to contribute right away, so that was a waste of a pick. And then the kid from Ohio State, the other defensive tackle, he, you know, he, did, he had a little production and didn't play much. He was a fifth-year senior and, you know, fell to that round. So we'll see on him. But overall, I don't hate the draft. <clears throat> Yeah. I, I think that I think that they they neglected their the biggest needs a little bit, and unless they address that the rest of the way in free agency, I think their defense is going to look pretty similar to what it did last year. <laughs> Which is dog shit. Yeah. Now and now it doesn't and now it doesn't have Darius Slay or Quandre right. Diggs. <laughs> right, but I, mean, I, I know I we traded like him last year, but still, Okora is a good pick. I think that I think if he didn't break his leg last year, he probably would have been a higher draft pick. But you, you guys see the video of him and his brother like, yeah, motherfucker, yeah. That'd be cool. Imagine being in the drafted on the same team as your fucking brother. That'd be sweet. That would be that pretty sick. Fuck, yeah. That'd be fucking cool. <sighs> well, overall, what's uh, what grade do you give the Lions? Head us with a grade. You know, I, I've given this a lot of thought, and this <laughs> is not looking at other other people's fucking grades. This is my opinion. <clears throat> because they, they – they didn't address some of their biggest positions to the way that I would have preferred. But again, I'm just a schmuck sitting outside smoking a bowl talking to you clowns. Hey, you're going to be C plus. I honestly C plus. give them a C plus. That's, right. That's what I was going to guess you were going to say. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I mean, last year I was a lot more mad because they took somebody by the name of Giovanni Tavai in the second round. Um, <laughs> that so was I, such I mean, a bad thing. I pull out half my head of hair just watching that shit right there. I couldn't fucking believe that. So, <sighs> so I yeah, I gave it a solid B C plus B minus just because I think Ooh. Okuda and Swift and, and Okora can be impact players. Um, they just they just need those two guards, at least one of them, to be a starter, and then it would be a pretty good draft. Nice. So, well, Nick, what do you give them? I give them a B. Okay. I'm I'm a little uh, lighter so, grader. I'm a lighter grader. Yeah, they good. didn't address all their needs, but I thought there wasn't a lot of picks I was 
really mad well, it's at. It's really just the difference between you but, guys. You were more happy about the running back yeah. than he was. I'm more pissed off well, with their free like, agency than anything, but yeah, that's a whole that's, other story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I mean, I'm, I don't, I don't hate, I don't hate any of the picks. I just, I was shocked at the back-to-back guard just because I said there's a lot of other needs that they had, but I wasn't throwing the remote to the TV like I was last year. Well, that's good. That's good. Well, all right. So what's uh. I guess what uh, what do you think their record's gonna be and who's gonna win the Super Bowl? Two days after the draft, tell me. Yeah, Chiefs are gonna repeat. And what was your other question? I'm sorry. What's the Lions, uh, record? The Lions record? Where are they gonna finish? Six Making and the ten. Six, six and ten. ten. I I'm not. Who's I'm not disputing court? that. I don't mind that. Eric, who wins the division? Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota had a solid draft. Man. They really did. I like what they did. Well, Miami was, had a great draft, and Dallas had a great draft. Actually, what'd you say, Eric? So I'm jealous of Minnesota. They had a GM who knows what he's doing. I'll tell you who fucked up a little bit was the fucking Aaron Rodgers was on Pat McAfee's show before oh, Pat God. McAfee had. Eric, do you follow Pat McAfee at all? You should. You'd enjoy that guy. Either way, <clears throat> him and AJ. I've seen a lot of his shit, but yeah. I don't follow him. Oh, him and AJ Hawk had a, a kind of like draft party, and it was just them like skyping or whatever. And Pat McAfee had his whole crew there, and um, he was interviewing uh, players throughout the thing, and they had Aaron Rodgers on there, and um, they're like, "So, Aaron, what do you think?" And da 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 da. And what would you like? And uh, Aaron Rodgers said, like, and this is about. Is this after the draft? Or no, the this draft? is this is about like twenty five to half an hour before the Packers pick, and Aaron Rodgers goes, "I mean, it'd be pretty cool. <clears throat> it'd be pretty cool if we got a offensive weapon because we haven't drafted one in the first round in fifteen years." And they fucking dra- traded up to draft a quarterback, right? I did. I did not hear that. That is hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. He fucking said that on the show on draft night. Like, just, you know, he wasn't being, like, an asshole. They were just asking him. He was like, yeah, we haven't drafted an offensive weapon in the first round in 15 years. And then they fucking drafted a quarterback. They traded up to draft a quarterback. And they were what? They went – did they – they didn't go to the NFC Championship game. Uh, oh, yeah, they did. Who that Packers? Did they? Yes, oh, they, they did. did. Oh, they did go. Okay, so yeah. there you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. They played – yeah, they played San Francisco. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember. Yeah. I, I bet he's fucking pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Last year, he's like, yeah, I'm fucking throwing to number 83 over there. <laughs> he doesn't even know the yeah, guy's they name. Draft his fucking bag. They draft his fucking replacement for the most part. I, that was that was probably the funniest pick out of the draft, I thought. <laughs> I, love, uh, I love when teams do shit like that. Well, Nick, what's, uh, what do you think the Lions record's going to be? And what's, uh, who's going to win the Super Bowl? I think we're going to get hmm. – I I agree with Eric. Six and ten. What, I think they'll go six and ten. I think at best they're a seven and nine team. Maybe eight and eight. It gets weak out of win. So, yeah, at best they'd be 500. Yeah. Can I tell you what I want? Tank for Trevor, baby. Okay. I hope this yeah, shit crash and burns and we get Trevor if Lawrence. Stafford gets hurt again. They're going to suck ass like they did last year. So say, say Stafford gets, gets injured early in the year. You know, same injury, broken back. Do they win 
two games, three games, they could have a legitimate shot at drafting him, and that'd be fucking sweet. Oh, dude, he's a beast. Well, that's what I was going to You know who I was surprised that dropped was Jake Fromm from Georgia. I, I thought that dude was going to be a third-round pick, and he dropped to, like, the fifth or sixth round. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yep. Um, I believe he went... Yeah, I think you're right at five. Who'd he go to? Do you remember? Jacob Eason went four at fourth round to Pittsburgh or Indy, sorry. And he went with the Buffalo. I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah you're right. He did go to Buffalo. Buffalo. Jake Fromm, Buffalo, fifth round, which is interesting because his arm ain't the strongest. That Buffalo wing gets a swing, and him <laughs> and Matt Barkley are going to be competing for who looked the weakest out here. Uh, but Super Bowl, I've got Cowboys over the char- or, or over the Chiefs. The Cowboys. 20, Come on. 20 to, Dallas going to need to score. You, you like the Cowboys. 31-27. Yeah. Best offense in the league now, baby. We got C.D. Lamb. I, uh, I'm i going to say that the Lions go 3-13. and 13. Damn. Matt Stafford will probably absolutely get hurt again. Uh, this is all based off. Every, Smalls just enlightened me about our entire draft. Still knock on wood. I don't wish that upon nobody. I mean, we're what? Okay. I don't. I don't hope he gets hurt. I just think he's going to. And would you say we had the thirty-first defense last year? And now we've gotten yeah. worse. So, <laughs> and yeah. so Lions are going to go three and thirteen, and they'll get the number two pick. <laughs> Some they'll win their like third game in week fourteen and get the number two pick and not get Trevor Lawrence. The Lions are the one team like it could be like a five quarterback draft. The Lions are the one team that could find a way to go and three and thirteen, end up with the sixth overall. And you pick. for this? <laughs> I've been sleeping on you guys this whole time. I've just been joking about not paying attention to the draft. The Philadelphia Eagles are gonna win the Super Bowl. Well, Jalen Hurts. Well, you know, yep. I was gonna say this before I hung up with you guys. Is Jalen Hurts is one of my favorite picks of the draft? Too. Really? Yeah, As a second pick, second overall or second player. round, he, he, the dude's a winner, he, and you can't you can't fucking teach winning. Winning is something you either have or you don't have. Matthew Stafford doesn't have it, but he's got a couple hundred million dollars. Jalen Hurts is a winner. Shot and, I, I like him a lot. The Eagles are going to beat the Patriots again. He is, he's a resilient kid, man. The human fucking calculator. You guys hear about yeah, I that? saw that. Him and TJ Lang told him yeah, to no, multiply like 62,000 by like 618, and he just yeah, did it. Like, he like clicked like, his fingers together a couple yeah, times. And he was like 6,033,000. Yeah, yeah, really? Yeah, crazy. yeah, he figured that out. Dude, just, that was impressive. Yeah. I'm like, he's got a hot ass wife. He's got hundreds of million dollars, and he doesn't have to perform well at his job, and he's a fucking genius. That's pretty sweet. He also has a twice broken back, so <laughs> worth it. I'll, I'll take, yeah, I'll take those. Uh, I'll take those pluses for those minuses. Well, I guess. Yeah, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm screaming. Hey, sorry if I yelled at you guys at all. My voice is a little raspy from getting excited about the Lions. <laughs> oh no, you're good, brother. Oh, you're oh, good. You, you sounded great, Eric, and uh, I appreciate you. And all your uh, draft expertise, man. Hey, thanks, uh, thanks for you know, st- I'm happy to happy to share my opinion with you guys. It's, you know, I love for that. Live and die for the Lions, unfortunately. And I, the draft is my favorite three days of the year. Ask anybody that knows me. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. The best part about this is I'm just going to record all this, and then I'm going to repeat every single thing you said, and it's just going to be me saying all this. So <laughs> you're not even going to be into it. <laughs> I just I just did this so I can record your yeah, thoughts. So. Hey Eric, hey, when uh, thanks for making cool, me look man. good, cousin. I'm, I'm happy to help in any way, contribute <laughs> any way I can. Hey man, when this uh, Rona's over, 
before the football season starts, we should get you in for a little preseason uh, preview. Oh yeah, absolutely. Dude, I love, yeah, I, I'd love to love to be on anytime, man. You guys are great. I love listening to you. <laughs> so, awesome. Keep it up, boys. Hey, we man. appreciate you, dude. Yeah, you're the best, Derek. You have a good night, right, and guys. You and your family stay uh, happy and healthy. All right, bud. Yeah, you too, man. You too, Sam. I, I tried calling you yesterday, but happy birthday again. Oh buddy. yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. All right, fellas, have a good one. All right, later, later, brother. Man. The Bryce Hawks, Sam Old. Yeah, oh yeah, that happened too. But that is our fucking guy. Our local Lions expert. Like, I knew he he knew a lot of shit, but like, Jesus. He's good. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, he actually. He's quite informed. He very much did want to break down the sixth and seventh round pick. Thank you. So, (laughs) that could have been two hours if we got into all the, like, Full draft talk. If we got into full draft talk, that was going to go a really long time. <laughs> because, like he said, dude was doing, what, study of the top 50 players? Yeah. Like, I was. He did I, tell me that beforehand. I like, knew. A couple, like, before the draft. I knew a ton of the guys. I'd seen some of these guys because some of them had played, like, uh, played against teams I like teams I watch um, my side hobby of gambling mm. uh, <laughs> Another, I also in, fa- in fairness to me I also don't uh, gamble so that's how I see like, more players too that's how that, you think yeah, I know all these YouTube yeah, college, Utah guys they're like, out here playing good defense yeah like I know bucks. everyone bets on college I don't, I don't do that shit it was pretty interesting to see like he's like I'm not mad but his points he sounded mad <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm like, all right. Understandable. I'm like, you sound frustrated. I mean, you just said you didn't like four out of seven picks. Yeah. But I ain't mad. Yeah, I mean. (laughs) (laughs) He's the best. I'm happy. uh, Maybe we called him, and I'm happy he answered. That that worked out really well because that's, that was like 40 minutes there. (laughs) Yeah, man. He said six wins. You know, there was a time, guys, where I think for 10 not 10 years at least five straight years eric's like oh 10 and 6 bro 10 and 6 oh my and god i'm like eric that's look at the teams as he goes i believe they, they got the roster this year and then i don't know when but they crushed them i don't want to discredit <laughs> anything he just said but i also know that uh the year we went four and all in the preseason he bet someone else i know 20 bucks that they were gonna go i want to say like 11 and 5 or 12 and 4 and win the division and win a playoff game the Lions proceeded to go 0 and 16. They got a lot of people. So, I think they got a lot of people with that. Yeah, I think they really started. That's when he started to go downhill. He stopped that 10, 11 win shit. Oh no, because then we got Stafford, right? And Calvin. Who did we? Calvin came before Stafford. Who? Yeah. Either way, I don't give a the shit. The year before, they they were in a row. So Calvin came third overall, then Stafford. And ever since then, guys, our fortunes changed. <laughs> hey, man, who knows? Yeah. Maybe they'll surprise us. Maybe they'll do something special. I'll tell you what, I'm just ready. I'm ready for some sports. Yeah, they're going to end up, like, not playing football or something. <laughs> You'll just miss out on all of it. I'll tell you, I'm ready for sports, too. Maybe we had some fucking sports talk. Yeah, podcast. we haven't had like, much. And, like, I think that's why we just, else. yeah, I feel like this episode, we're just going <clears> to <throat> title it. 
sports. sports. Yeah, that's it. It's got we we went heavy on it. I needed to get it out of my system, we, man. We, yeah, we went old sports and brand new sports. Next week, I'm going to give y'all an hour and a half Grand Theft Auto 5 oh, breakdown. Jesus. I'm out here catching bodies, boy. Before we wrap it up, too, because... I don't know what I mean. I'm just I'm ready to talk sports. That's all I got. Mm. And we ran on sports. Gronk came back. That's oh yeah yeah. That's I mean shout out to Gronk man. Yeah, I'll give Gronk a minute. I what do you think? So how, how do you think they're gonna be? Because notice I think he looks like he lost like thirty pounds. So I'm not sure. Yeah. And it didn't look like he was handling the hits too well then. Yeah. So I'm not sure how well it's gonna work. I'm invested emotionally in Tom Brady failing. So mm. I'm gonna hope this doesn't go too well. Mm, yeah. I also don't know why you need three tight ends. Like you're trying to now you're gonna trade like they had good tight ends. They just seemed like a move that you could have done without. They just wanted to like get some attention. I don't know. We'll find out. I mean, I Gronk is Gronk. Same time, that means when he's on the field, good. When he's not on the field, which is just as often. Mm, yeah. I mean, what's he doing for you for ten mil? Yeah, I don't. I kind of feel like it too. Like I don't. I wouldn't go as far as to say he's like washed up or he can't play because he's only thirty. I mean, often injured, obviously, but. He's only 30. Yeah. Right? So he could be, like, in his prime, kind of. Maybe 30 ain't he, prime he, in football, bro. Well, you can still be good and productive at 30. You can oh, be, yeah, yeah. Okay. But Fine, well right. past the prime, that that is not a well-oiled machine. Okay. That's a leaky fucking squeaky yeah. machine. But I'm just saying, I don't think that he's, like, old and washed up. Like, when he retired, it was like, well, he definitely could still be playing. He just doesn't want to anymore. Yeah. One way or another, though, I mean. Didn't want to play for the Lions. No, he definitely did not. <laughs> He, well, at least we know that's true. He Came wants, out and he, said he it. only wants Tom Brady to be his quarterback. Yeah. So, but he hasn't played for a year. That could be bad, or he could be rested. All I know, I mean, we asked who's going to win the Super Bowl, and none of us said Tampa. Even put him in there. So, I think it's going to be no, kind of uh, no. Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce to uh, Brooklyn Sitch. Yeah, I mean, except the Patriots didn't cash in on all them draft right. picks. Well, I mean, they got a fucking fourth-round pick for a guy who they didn't expect to have. So, that's not the worst thing in the world. Like, he retired. And trust me, gone. they're tanking if Jared Stidham's starting out there this year. Mm. Maybe. I don't know, man. Like I said, Cowboys, NFC Championship at minimum, probably Super Bowl. We have the best offense in the league now. C.D. Lamb, let's go. I was so geeked. I went ape shit. And I'm a happy man, man. Let's get this basketball back popping. Lakers need y'all to win the title, you know what I'm saying? Put some money in daddy's pocket. And what, what would happen? You put a bet on him, obviously. I made some calls, and everything is still in play until the leagues are officially canceled. And then, But if they're canceled, you just get your money back, or they tell you to fuck yourself? Because it's gambling. It seems like it can go either way. People get told um, to go fuck themselves all the time, I'm sure. Well, that would depend upon whether you gamble, how you gamble, legally gamble or illegally. Gamble with your head over. Me, I'm an law-abiding citizen, so I gamble legally, so my money is already in the casino, so I'd have to give it back. For those of you who are um, gambling illegally, you never get to bookie the money in the first place. Oh, yeah, so, so they actually yeah. didn't even bet. He just let the casino hold his money, interest-free, which they would never do for you, but either way. Good, man. I hope you win some money. I just hope sports come back. Like I said, we just put, what, two hours into some sports here? I know. It felt good. <sighs> it did feel good. We got more shit for y'all. Yeah. And I think with that, we'll just, yeah, we'll just leave this more sports. Yeah, I like that. Sports. Let's wrap it up. Sports. <laughs> As always, 
Thank you for joining us. Based off the intro, did not think this was going to go two hours about sports. No, me either. (laughs) But I'll be honest, I'm happy it did. We appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening. Like, subscribe, share. We have new updates for you guys. Now available on Spotify, Uh Apple, Uh Google, Uh Play or Plus. I honestly couldn't get to it but nick did so it works your google voice play whatever that shit you play your music through on google do your googles yeah do your googles on it uh find us anywhere man and anchor and and the anchor app and maybe you know like i said just maybe might see youtube YouTube. might youtube might be coming soon youtube might be coming soon yeah once nick drops like like subscribe share tell everybody tell everybody please and thank you i told my grandma about this man yeah and I don't want her to listen because it's uncensored. <laughs> and thank you to everybody who wished me happy birthday. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know. What'd you get me? Don't make out with your, well, wash your hands, wash your ass, don't make uh, out with your dog. Paul Lee. This is a Basement Session podcast. Thanks for joining. Tricks. One thing we don't like, Dale, around here is tall tales. So tell it what it is and tell it how it should be, baby cakes. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I'm in character, bro. Sorry. I know. You're just throwing out random fucking lines of daytime tacos would say. You've just been like. Get, everything you're saying is just like a new catchphrase of yours that I didn't know you had.